let's review. Zok the Mishnah. Misha ha yinasu shalash nasu mameis, ksubasa shal zumana, vishal zumasayim, vishal zu shalash meis, vain sham elamana, chalkim vishaba. In the case of a man married to three wives, the first wife's ksuba was for a hundred zuz, equivalent to one mana. The second wife's ksuba was for two hundred zuz. And the third wife's ksuba was for three hundred zuz. If he dies and his estate only consists of one hundred zuz, it is divided evenly among the three wives. They each receive thirty-three and a third zuz because koyach shloshton shava. They all have an equal shibut for at least a mana because, as Rashi explains, shloshton nechtemu biyoyim echad. All the ksubas were written on the same day. Hayusha masayim. If his estate consists of two hundred zuz, shal mana naiteles chamishim, shal masayim mishal shalish meis. The state is not divided evenly between the wives, because in the first wife does not have a shibut for the complete sum of Masayim. Therefore, the first wife receives 50 zuz, and the second and third wife each receives three dinri zav, which are equivalent to 75 zuz, for a total of 200 zuz. The Gemara asks that the first 100 zuz should be divided into three equal parts of 33 and a third zuz each. And the second 100 zuz should be divided into two equal parts of 50 each. This way, the first wife gets 33 and a third zuz, and the other two get 83 and a third each. Therefore, Shmuel explains that the mission refers to where Bekoiseves balas masayim, labalas mono, dinu dvarm enli imach bamana. The second wife wrote a statement absolving her claim to the initial 100 zuz regarding the first wife. Therefore, regarding the first wife, the first hundred zuz is divided among the first and third wives only, which brings the first wife's total to 50 zuz. However, the second wife did not absolve her claim for the initial hundred zuz regarding the third wife. Therefore, regarding the third wife, the second wife shares in her 50 zuz at 25 each. They then divide the second 100 zuz at 50 each, which brings their totals to 75 zuz each. Ravina explains that the mission refers to a case of state feces in which the wives confiscated metatlin, movable assets, for the ksuba in two separate visas. The first visa was for 75 zuz, and the second visa was for 125 zuz, for a total of 200 zuz. The first visa is divided equally among the three wives at 25 each, because the first 75 zuz is mishubulukulam, bound to all the wives. However, regarding the second feast of 125 zuz, 75 of it is Meshubah Kulam, since they only got 25 each from the first feast, and the remaining 50 zuz is only Meshubah to the second and third wives. Therefore, 75 zuz is divided equally among the three wives, at 25 each, which brings the first wife's total to 50 zuz. The remaining 50 zuz are divided equally among the second and third wives, at 25 each, which brings their totals to 75 zuz each. The Mishnah continues, Hayisham Sholish Meis, if his estate consists of 300 zuz, Shalmanu Neteles Chamishim, Veshalmasayim Manu, Veshal Sholish Meis Shisha Shalzov. Here too, it's not divided evenly between the wives, because Ein Koyach Shlashtan Shava. The first wife does not possess a shibit for the final 200 zuz, and the second wife does not possess a shibit for the final 100 zuz. Therefore, the first wife receives 50 zuz, the second wife receives 100 zuz, equivalent to one mana, and the third wife receives 150 zuz, equivalent to 16 zuz. 
In this case, two. We can ask that the first hundred zuz should be divided into three equal parts. And the first wipe receives only 33 and a third zuz. The second hundred should be divided in two, and the second wife receives a total of 83 and a third zuz. The third hundred goes all to the third wife for a total of 183 and a third zuz. Then Rashmul explains that the Mishnah refers to a case in which because seves balas sholish meis, lebalas masaim ulebalas mana, dinu dvarm enli yimachem b'mana. The third wife wrote a statement absolving her claim to the initial 100 zuz regarding the first and second wives. Therefore, the first 100 zuz are divided among the first and second wives at 50 each, which brings the first wife's total to 50 zuz. The next 100 zuz are divided among the second and third wives at 50 each, which brings the second wife's total to 100 zuz. And the third wife receives the final 100 zuz, which brings her total to 150 zuz. Irvina explains, as before, that the mission refers to a case of state feasts. The first visa was for 75 zuz, and the second visa was for 225 zuz. The first visa is divided equally among the three wives, at 25 each, because the first 75 zuz is Meshubah the Kula. However, regarding the second visa of 225 zuz, 75 of it is Meshubah the Kula since they only got 25 each from the first visa. The next 100 zuz is mishubit to the second and third wives. And the final 50 zuz is mishubit to the third wife only. Therefore, 75 zuz is divided equally among the three wives at 25 each, which brings the first wife's total to 50 zuz. The next 100 zuz are divided equally among the second and third wives at 50 each, which brings the second wife's total to 100 zuz. The third wife receives the final 50 zuz, which brings her total to 150 zuz. The Gemara cites Rebbe, who says that the Mishnah's opinion is that of Reb Nasser. However, Rebbe disagrees and says that even when the estate consists of 200 or 300 zuz, the estate is divided evenly among the wives. As Rashi explains, because all of the husband's assets are encumbered to each wife's ksuba. The Mishnah continues, Similarly, If three people invest different money amounts in a business, the profits and losses are divided between them based on their initial investment amount. The Gemara cites a statement of Shmuel, If two people invested different amounts in a business, in which the first person invested 100 zuz, equivalent to a mana, and the second person invested 200 zuz, Chalkin b'shava, they divide the profits equally. Rabbi and Rabbi Nuna are in agreement that Shmuel's ruling of Chalkin b'shava certainly applies to a case of b'shur l'charisha v'oymelacharisha, in which they purchased an ox designated for plowing, and the ox was used for plowing. Rasha explains, because in one cannot have done anything without the other partner. However, they disagree in the case of Bishar Lacharisha Vaimlatvicha, in which they purchased an ox designated for plowing, but they slaughtered it. Rabba says, We do not say Chalkin Bishaba. Rather, each person receives meat based on his initial investment because the meat is distributed according to the ox limbs, in which the second person owns more than the first person. Rav Amnuna disagrees and says, Haschar li'emtza, we do say chalkin b'shaba. The meat is divided evenly because a daita le'miflik b'shaba nachsi. 
they initially purchased the ox for plowing, in which the profits are divided equally. The Gemara explains that according to Shmuel, who ruled Shnaim Shatilu Lekis, Zemon of Vezemasayim Haschar Liamza, the Mishnah's ruling of Pichsu Ahesiru Kachayachalkin, that the profits and losses are divided based on their initial investment, can only refer to Haisiru Zuzichaditi, profits through the actual coins, in which they started out with old coins, and as a result of the many transactions, ended up with new coins, which are worth more. They each take back their initial investment based on the face value. Pichsu, Astira de Tunisa, and losses through the actual coins, in which the coins were invalidated for use. However, Pichsu Vaisiru does not refer to the losses and profits through the business, in which we say Chalk and Shava, they divide the profits equally.